Hello friends, fans, and family. This is Chris Magnelli with Tactical Cinematic Development, also known as TCD. For more information, www.tacticalcinematicdevelopment.com or hit us up on Instagram at TCD underscore action. And for a cool martial arts move you can learn in a minute or less, that's P-I-T underscore fight, pit underscore fight. So today we're going to talk about how long does it really take to prepare for a scene, right? For an action scene. Ever wonder that? And how long does it take to prepare for a fight? It could be a real fight. It could be a fight in the ring, the cage, whatever. How long does it take? Hmm, interesting question. Well, first we're going to start with cinema. Sometimes in cinema, when you see an action scene, the scene may be a minute, maybe 30 seconds. It could go up to five, six minutes depending upon the type of movie it is, the way the scene is written, and naturally, as I've said before in other podcasts, the, uh, the vision of the director, uh, and, and so on. So, what most people don't understand is that for every one minute of fight scene, one minute, it takes one hour of preparation. And what I mean by preparation, it means a whole rehearsal. Think of that for a second. One minute is the ratio of one hour of preparation and rehearsal. Sometimes even more depending upon the actor's ability and the complexity of the scene. So next time you see an action scene on television or in the movies, think about how much work actually went into that. And that's not to mention if you include weapons You know, you have to train on marksmanship for guns and long guns and rifles and shotguns and launchers and all that. You have to train for marksmanship, uh, weapons handling, trigger discipline. You know, all those things that will make that character ultimately look legit. Not to mention the course of fire. So, you know, when you throw a weapon in it and stuff like that, that that, um, one hour could literally go up exponentially. That's why... For some movies, you have, um, you know, if if the central character, the actor themselves, is the one who's going to be doing most of the scenes, they could be preparing anywhere from six months to a year just for the action scenes. And remember, it's only a two-hour movie, if that. Some movies are an hour and a half. Think about it for a second. You're preparing six months to a year um, to do scenes fight scenes in a movie that's maybe two hours long and of those two hours each fight scene may last what 30 seconds to about five minutes tops and five minutes let me tell you something is a very long time for a fight scene that means multiple attackers that means you know like let's say uh bruce lee um the game of death right where he's going up the pagoda that's an example where the fight scenes go on and on one after the next. That's more. That's extended. Now, it's not a one-shot deal where it's an extended scene, but it's one fight scene after the next. So that's an example of how you can have something like that that's real lengthy. You could also have a short scene where um, the protagonist or the hero is taking out a bad guy that comes out of nowhere and then he slips into a room or whatever. Um, you see a lot of this in movies like, let's say, uh, Resident Evil, right? She takes care of a zombie, or she takes care of some sort of zombified creature or whatever, and she moves on to the next part of the scene. Could be a room, could be whatever. So that's what I'm talking about. Now, let's go to real life, 
reality. How long does it take to prepare for a fight? Well, quite honestly, it depends on your level of training, number one. Number two, it also depends on the level of the fight. And what I mean the level of the fight, you're going to fight in the amateurs, you're going to find the professional uh, as a professional fighter, or you can do a Grand Prix. All right, for those of you who don't understand what Grand Prix means, a Grand Prix uh, is basically um, a process of elimination. Good example of that is uh, the old school pride fights. That's considered a Grand Prix uh, type of uh, um, uh, system, so to speak, when it comes to fight promotions. So if you're an amateur, I mean, I highly recommend train like a pro. Train like a pro. I mean, really, the biggest difference between an amateur and a pro are two things. A, experience, uh, and uh, B, training. Experience and training, the amount of training and expertise you have. When you're an amateur, you're starting out, you're not quite that experienced. Uh, you may not even be sure how to take a punch, quite honestly. But when you're a professional, a lot of these things that are new to you as an amateur, even after a couple of fights as an amateur, are just routine plain and simple so you begin to 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 gain speed not because you become faster but because you already are experienced enough to see to to recognize the nuances of uh, whatever move the other person makes in other words you're better at anticipating and then from that point of anticipating already planning several steps ahead it's one of the biggest differences between a professional and an amateur now, once an amateur starts gaining the attributes and the experience and the abilities of a professional, that's when they start transitioning over to becoming a professional. For most pros, depending upon the lead time they have for a fight, and what I mean by lead time is the amount of time they are provided uh, to train and to prepare along in their camp with their team to bring them to the point where they're ready to fight. It could be anywhere from, you know, let's say a couple weeks to a couple of months, up to six months. Um, in fact, in different sports, it can differ. You know, when a fighter has an injury, they could be laid off for a year. And then it could take another six months uh, to prepare, uh, you know, for re-entry. In other cases, like Muay Thai, and I'm not talking like Muay Thai in the United States. I'm talking Muay Thai in Thailand. These guys fight every week. So that's why you see, you know, uh, kids, you know, these kids like 18, 19 years old, they've already had like 50, 60 fights or more because sometimes they fight every week when in the United States, chances are they may fight uh, a month, every month, twice a month, uh, every couple of months and so on. So those are things to, to basically keep in mind about how much time it takes to become a fighter, to prepare for a fight, or whatnot. Now, going, let's say, let's switch over briefly to a law enforcement perspective. From a law enforcement perspective, it's a lot different because at an academy, and I'm just talking, I'm not even talking about firearms. Let's toss firearms out. But when you're talking about defensive tactics, at an academy, they have a very limited amount of time to provide the cadets or the recruits or whatever with the basic defensive tactic skills they will need to employ in the field should the situation arrive. The issue with that is 
if you're going in there and you're getting about a couple days to a week of this defensive tactics, that of course is not enough. But that's what a lot of these guys are provided. So if you're in law enforcement, whether it be um, corrections or uh, uh, you're a street cop or whatever the case might be, I highly recommend that after you take your defensive tactics, continue your training elsewhere independently. Trust me, is going to help you. I've been in a bunch of situations where if I just would have relied on the defensive tactics taught at um, the, uh, the academy, and I've been to a couple of academies, I've worked for different agencies, um, you are going to be up a creek without a paddle. Because nowadays, um, as opposed to, let's say, 30, 40 years ago, nowadays people know a lot more because of the advent of technology. You have YouTube, you have stuff you see on TV. People pick up little things. They get smarter as fighters. Doesn't make them great fighters, but they know a little something. So you have to know a lot more. Now let's go back to film, all right? I got a little long-winded there, I do apologize. When it comes to preparation for a scene in film, like I had mentioned before, it certainly does depend on the ability, the training, and the experience of the fighter. Or the person, I'm sorry, not the fighter, the actor. And if you have an actor that is in very good condition and they've taken a little martial arts, that will cut down exponentially on the amount of time it takes them to get trained up for the scene. Now here's the kicker though. If you have a professional fighter turned actor and you're trying to train them for a scene, specifically in cinema, they will have a god-awful time shedding what they normally trained to adapt to the way they do it in cinema. Because remember, in cinema, everything's exaggerated. Uh, in reality, everything is a miss because you have to be safe. And chances are, even though you're used to being a champion in real life, you're going to be a loser in cinema if that's what your character is written as being a loser. You know, getting the raw end of the stick. So those are things that you you know that are interesting that you have to keep in mind. Uh, some of the hardest people to train. For uh, a fight scene in cinema are people that are, you know, professional fighters because they're used to fighting one way and that's to destroy. When in cinema, the way we do it is safety. My, my preference, personally, of course, is to destroy, but this is cinema. So you, you really, really have to be mindful of that. The easiest people to train and prepare are people that are not professional fighters, have a little bit of experience, and are generally physically fit. Those are the people, they kind of fall into the middle, right into that margin right there, that gray area. Um, other than that, going back to reality, if you are interested in being a professional fighter, don't jump into professional fighting. Sounds crazy? Nope, makes perfect sense. Start at the very bottom, train yourself up, um, just start as an amateur perfect your skills hone your craft because I have seen dozens and I do mean dozens of fighters who are so eager to get the money the prestige and the fame they get in there and they're underprepared because you have guys that really 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 put in their time and paid their dues and when they meet up with one of these guys and they get in the middle of the cage or the ring or on the mat the guy just totally totally dismantles destroys and eats them alive i've seen it so if you're gonna you know do it 
you know, give yourself plenty of time. The other thing is you got to have a good team. You got to have people that you work with inside the gym and even outside the gym that are going to support and believe and, and, and foster what you're trying to do. There's no worse thing than, okay, I finally have a fight, whether you're an amateur or pro, and your training camp is garbage. Because then it's like, okay, you know, you, you're having to take on more and more on your own. And sometimes you need other people around you to, to see your mistakes, um, to, to correct your flaws, to, you know, provide you with more ideas and, and, and provide you with different ways of seeing things just to improve you, period. And if you're lacking in your team, in your camp, then that, of course, is a serious issue. Likewise, you know, when uh, you, you have a, a team of people, and this is going back to cinema, and this team of people is uh, helping you to choreograph the scene, but they don't even know what the hell they're doing. They're imagining how the scene would go, but somehow what they imagine doesn't appear to be what they're trying to show you. Those are people that are posers, that are fakers, that they say they know something, but they really know nothing. Um, and again, that you don't have the right team, it's going to take you a whole lot more time to get to where you need to go. So keep these things in mind. I know I got a little long-winded, but those of you that want to prepare for a career in acting and you want to do those fight scenes, or those of you that want to prepare for a career in combat or fight sports and you want to prepare, those, those are a couple good pointers. All right, so let me close it with this. Okay. Always train considering your physical strength. Because if you overdo it, you're going to hurt yourself and you won't be able to do anything. So keep that in mind. Keep grinding, my friends. Keep grinding.